Welcome everybody to episode 7 of Insane Ramblings Rerun. Uh, I'm your host Vicky. And this is Ben. On today's episode you'll get such classic segments as uh, the time Brendan uh, invited someone to stay over and gave them two towels as bedding. <laughs> you'll get uh, some many beach and sea related segments. <laughs> <laughs> you'll get the uh, George Cluniversity. <laughs> Um, and, of course, Ben and Brendan as classic detectives. Yeah, we get up to a lot on this episode, so uh, stick around if you're a Brendan fan. <laughs> Buy a taxi. A service. We had another um, apartment adventure. Oh, yeah. The building was giving away free trees. Or like pop. <laughs> are you one of those people that just can't go past a bargain? No, but my roommates are. I find that so weird. Why? Like, because I remember walking to apartment and there were two trees, and I'm like, this does not add to. Hang it. on, <laughs> I distinctly remember you coming inside and going, "Hey, they're giving away free plastic trees. You should get one." <laughs> yeah, to make your apartment look ridiculous. Well, mission accomplished. When have I ever said something to you to help? Uh, yeah, I should, <laughs> I should remember that whenever you open your mouth. Yeah. So, yeah, Vicky encouraged it. Brendan got the idea and uh, our... Who did the deed? Uh, Brendan and Eddie. Ah, so he had help. That's an accomplice. Yeah, so we were just having a few friends over and a few drinks and then... Uh, They're like, you know what would add to this? Yeah, rubber trees. <laughs> yeah, some foliage. Right. <laughs> it's the French say. And... Uh, <laughs> I don't think they say that. <laughs> they grabbed them from... The uh, the hallway. Well, because I came into your apartment and I, it was basically like Dr. Livingston, I presume. Yeah. Well, they, they dragged <laughs> it's quite them, leafy. They dragged them to the closest entrance, really. And so it's the first thing you see. And <laughs> it is. like all of a sudden. It's, it's like, like walking into the butterfly house. I felt like I was in a tiki bar. <laughs> like, how did we just like. <laughs> That's so true. Two fake ferns and instantly <laughs> we transformed the lounge room into a tea. That's how I felt. I felt a bit different. I felt like I was in a tropical butterfly enclosure. Yeah. I feel like we could have got all of them from every floor <laughs> and just filled the lounge room. It's like we live in a rainforest now. Yeah, it did feel like I was entering a rainforest yeah. when I first came in. I noticed they disappeared. No, they're still around. They're just like slightly different positions. Uh, yeah, because, okay. They were uh, quite obtrusive. Well, the problem was... I'm, I've lived in this apartment for nine months now. Yeah. You get used to the layout of it. And when you suddenly put these two fake trees <laughs> in the middle of the hallway, when you're stumbling around in the middle of the night, it's quite easy to smack into them. Well, Julian thought you were being burgled on the first night. Yeah. When so you came out to see two spiky haired dudes yeah. <laughs> hanging out in the entrance hall. He thought like pineapple head on them was <laughs> hanging out in the shadows. I thought Sideshow Bob. Yeah, yeah maybe. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's also interesting they're both identical yeah <laughs> which you don't get with real plants no. so it does sort of cast suspicion on them well they look quite good um from a distance mm. but when you've got them like right next, right to, next to each other <laughs> it does look a little weird <laughs> and so uh like that night you know 3am i'm still trying to get to sleep i've you know had way too much coke so i'm like hopped off on caffeine i'm like i'm just gonna you're such a up. teenager it's just the weirdest thing to be hopped up on well, was, like, you know you're not cool when you're saying I'm hopped up on coke. Well, like, it's meant to be like uppers or like, <laughs> I don't know, ice or something. I was hopped up on ice and coke. 
No, I was drinking bourbon and Coke, so it wasn't like straight Coke for like... Ah, sorry, my mistake. Yeah. You just didn't want to try to be cool and thus defeat the purpose. Uh, yeah, I was kind of annoyed by that. I'm like a light sleeper as it is. Brendan and Kath come back at about like 1am. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, maybe I'll be able to hang off them. Instantly, they're like snoring from the next bedroom. <laughs> As, as, you know, as the insomniac, it, it, that's like the most infuriating oh, sound. It's an insult I've to been, you. Yeah, I've been not only to, are you sleeping, you're ruining what I'm exactly. not doing. I've been trying to sleep for hours and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, we're home. Like, oh my God, I hate you so much. Uh, you're not helping me and you fell straight asleep. Yeah. You're a jerk. But uh, what I didn't realize is that they had brought someone else home with them. Ooh. Another friend. Right. And they stood between the trees. <laughs> they were reenacting between two ferns. <laughs> yeah. It was Zach Galifianakis <laughs> just hanging out. It's really it's like, obscure. I need, I need the prerequisite two ferns before I go into any uh, I made them carry yeah. these in. That is really obscure. I think people know between two ferns. It's pretty obscure. Well, it'll be in the gallery if you need any explanation <laughs> to that joke. <laughs> Yeah, anyway. we, we could host that show now. <laughs> you could. When they gave away the uh, the fake trees in the elevator, they specifically forgot to avoid, like, you know, liven up your apartment, host web shows, web talk <laughs> the shows. Web talk shows. Yeah. There, but there was, they did make the uh, requisite Radiohead reference. That's true. Yeah, fake plastic trees. Yeah, which uh, that was even over my head. Yeah, I know. I got it straight away. I was like, oh, I'm a bit of a Radiohead fan. Unless they're not, and they really did do something. Like, well, I mean, it's accurate. Yeah. What else do you call them, yeah. friend? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I get up in the middle of the night, and uh, I didn't realize there's this guy there. I like run smack into one of these plants. <laughs> Probably like you know, cursing it out. Stupid plant. Yeah, turn the dummy. light, like dragging it around the lounge room to. Like so you were dragging the plant away. Yeah. Well, I just, Eli, no more of this. Because I know what's going to happen. That. I go back to my bedroom and I smack into it again. I just love that this is the final showdown between me and the. Yeah, you're like, no more. I'm moving you. Yeah, I'd had enough. I basically just give up of getting up and go back to bed straight away. But I, I had no idea there was this guy sleeping on the couch the whole time. Yeah. So I probably like pissed him off. <laughs> like, you know, who Why is this guy? Why are you guy? moving trees around at two o'clock in the morning? Right, drunkenly fighting fake trees and turning on the light and yelling at it. And who's the gardener? Yeah. <laughs> So I asked uh, Brendan the next morning. Your nocturnal naturalist. Yeah, because I, I I only realised that there's anyone there when I see our couch is set up for. You know, oh, I thought you like over. noticed the dent or something, Columbo. <laughs> yeah, my uh, butt group had been <laughs> curiously overworn. That day, I noticed that the groove went the whole way along the couch. Yeah. When I know everyone in this couch sits on it, usually. <laughs> no, we've got a uh, fold. monk. We've got a fold out, so uh, it was a little ominous. Oh, okay. So I'm like, oh, did someone stay overnight? And he's like... No, we had a third tree. <laughs> <laughs> I had to make room for it. Yeah. I, yeah, talking to Brendan the next morning, I'm like, who stayed over? And he's like, oh, yeah, one of my friends. Mm. But typically when we have a guest over, I'm the one who provides them with bedding. Okay. And so I was like, oh, what did they do for like a blanket and <laughs> Palm stuff? Palm fronds. Yeah. <laughs> you notice our new uh, plants are mysteriously bare this morning. Yeah, They'll grow right. back though, right? Yeah. I had to explain him how plastic worked. <laughs> no, he's like... Oh, yeah, I gave him two towels. <laughs> this guy had the worst night ever. 
Towels. I'm pretty sure he's not sleeping over That's anytime terrible. Soon. I don't know. Do you want to stay over? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Here are like your two towels. When he signed up, like, oh, yeah. Like, uh, no, close to the city. Yeah. And like- <laughs> good, good position, easy to access to the train station yeah, next morning. Yeah, home. Like, little did he know, you're sleeping on the couch <laughs> and two towels. Oh, yeah, and some guy might turn on. Doing midnight. Flick on the lights <laughs> and uh, fight a tree while at, like, 3 a.m. in the morning. Good night. Like, wait, what? There's a lot of fine print here. I that- can't believe you gave him two towels. That's know. terrible. Like, not even three. I yeah. Mean, we've probably got more than that. That's just such a like, small amount him, of towels. Give him all the towels. <laughs> I'm sorry, this sucks so much. Yeah. Here are the towels. <laughs> like you can either make a pillow out of it or some semblance <laughs> of a blanket. blanket. That would have been a horrible night. Yeah. Well, I like I kind of, especially since I was already awake. Like Brendan could have. Just trying to imagine this guy like cowering under a towel. I know. So he was had what one towel under his head and like trying to fit his whole body under another towel. See, I'd ask him that, but I don't think he's ever coming back. <laughs> ah, that's awesome. Ah, that's good. Wayne Gretzky. The only man I'd have sex with, Wayne Gretzky I'd be intimate with Wayne Gretzky I think he's kinda sexy I love you, Wayne Gretzky Don't we all love Wayne Gretzky? <laughs> yes, obviously uh, NHL lead goal scorer, as far as I know, at the time. I think he still holds that record. He may have been surpassed, but I'm not sure. Weirdly, my Wayne Gretzky story was when uh, I was going for my driver's test. Yes. And that song was running through my head the whole time. <laughs> yes, I do remember you telling me this. You had the Wayne Gretzky song stuck in your head when you were doing your driver's test. Yeah, and I don't know if I even heard it that day. I suspect not. I think it just popped in there. I don't know. I sing it a lot. I used to sing it a lot in high school because it was often in my head because I find it hilarious. Well, it's one of those things where I was trying to concentrate on the test and I think if I was like a little bit relaxed then I wouldn't be so nervous about making stupid mistakes. And so therefore you'd do better despite being a little distracted from the task at hand. And so I was singing that song and I was thinking to myself like, why is this song in my head? Like, Wayne Gretzky. I'm like, well, I'm not going to try and get it out. Because I, I feel like it's helping me. It's calming me. You're calming me down. It's a very soothing song. So uh, I thank Goldfinger for their contribution to helping me get my driver's license. I thank them for the contribution of joy to my life because mm. that really makes me laugh, that song. I but love it's like it. one of those things if anyone is about to take their test this week, maybe. Yeah, pop this on the old iPod. Yeah, and uh, if you pass, then I feel like you should thank Goldfinger. Maybe we've totally like hit onto a thing. This song is so calming and amusing. <laughs> and also I think it's, it's all about a man just having a dream. That dream being sex a weird with sex Gretzky. fantasy. Yeah. Well, uh, I just hope that if anyone is 
passing the test because of that song, we don't accidentally cause a whole bunch of people who don't deserve their license or to anything. be out on the road. We might have hit onto some gold. You think that anytime you need some kind of soothing relaxation or passing a test of any kind. Maybe this unlocks some part of your brain that helps you to pass a test. <laughs> you know well, that part of your brain. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's <laughs> like, exam passing. Well, everyone studies idiot we'll savants. We'll have 50,000 doctors or something. Yeah, everyone just becomes medical geniuses because they listen to Goldfinger and Luke. We won't have anyone that doesn't do well in their VCE. <laughs> I went undercover recently. Oh, okay. I did not see that coming. So a couple of months ago, we had a friend from high school visiting us and... Uh, me and Brendan and him decided to play tennis on the court here. Who was it? Simon. Oh, yeah, okay. It's not as exciting now. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, like, oh, I Drew Barrymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is that, is that what you were looking for? Yeah, I was kind of hoping it was someone who's gotten famous that I didn't know about. No, I'm okay. Like, oh, did we go to school with, uh, I don't know, Lionel Hutz? <laughs> That's the best famous person you could come up with? I panicked. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> Uh, I don't think we did go to school with Lionel Hutz And I'm pretty sure even the voice actor who played him is dead Yeah, real person Yeah, oh, speaking of I don't know, um, I just panicked I couldn't think of any famous people's names Speaking of dead celebrities Miley Cyrus We mentioned um, uh, Jim Belushi being dead last episode He's not? No, he's not dead Really? John Belushi is dead. Ugh, Jim sorry, Belushi, Jim. well, uh, alive and well. Alive, oh, sorry. Well, definitely alive. I, I thought he died on According to Jim. Maybe his character died. I thought he died, the actor. No. Was it not John Belushi on that show then, maybe? No, the well, show's called According, According to, to Jim. Jim. <laughs> oh, whoops. Sorry, yeah. Jim Belushi. <laughs> well, That's I'm unlucky. Sh- I'm sure he's doing right. So maybe we should fact check that Lionel Hutz thing then. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, he... Uh, well, we're going to play tennis and playing for you know, a little while and eggs yep. start raining down on the tennis eggs. court. Yeah, people like are throwing eggs at us from the surrounding apartment building. Wow, that's pretty bad tennis playing. Well, I once got a peach thrown at me in Britain. Under what circumstance? <laughs> I was just walking down the street and someone threw a peach at me. Did you think it was intentional? I don't know. It slammed into my calf and it really hurt and it was on a council estate. So maybe... <laughs> <laughs> Um, so anyway, we that's so strange. Yeah, like you live in such a nice apartment block. It doesn't seem like an egg throwing apartment block, right? Maybe it was the women you always perv on. <laughs> well, for whatever the reason, we weren't getting an answer. There's like a few other apartment buildings, like not necessarily, you know, on our building that yeah. oversee the court as well. So it could have been from, you know, someone not living in our building. Yep. And uh, but but we couldn't tell who where it's coming from. Okay, just because there's you know so many different windows, and mm-hmm. it would be like ten minutes between eggs. You're not undercover so far. Not yet. No, I was going to say so far you're just <laughs> we're just targets. You're a victim of sitting crime. ducks, right? Yeah. Um, and they didn't right. hit us, but and I think that would be quite annoying. It was annoying. It, it did ruin our game <laughs> because uh, you're trying to concentrate on the tennis rather than the, the impending. Eggs. Although maybe that's a new game being invented right now. Maybe this is how like they came up with cricket or something. Well, <laughs> uh, it might be more fun if it wasn't thrust upon us. <laughs> like if it was just you throwing like eggs or water bombs every or something. so often. Yeah, yep. I think that would add another element to it. But I felt like more violated. Really, when it was I just enjoy some... it. I think it adds an element. But okay, you weren't there. You no. didn't know. 
Um, yeah, you don't know. Yeah. So, I don't know, maybe over the course of half an hour, there was like six or seven eggs thrown at us. Okay. And uh, they didn't hit us, but we had our phones on and stuff. It's like, you don't want to get egg yolk on all that shit. I don't and, want to get egg yolk on anything. Right. Really? Uh, including I, myself. I definitely didn't want to give them the satisfaction of getting hit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So we but played, you also don't want to give them the satisfaction of quitting. So that's why we played on for like a while. But it's so weird. It's like, let's egg these people playing tennis. Like, I can't imagine... Why? Their motivation, yeah. right? So we were wondering about that as well. Then about two months later, uh, we finally decide to play another round. Wow. And eggs again. You're kidding. So we were like, is this just us or is this like... <laughs> a regular tennis issue. Yeah, like are people just against the game of tennis or were they speaking... <laughs> or were, they, were they lying in wait for specifically us? <laughs> it's the Soccer World Cup board. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trying to discourage people playing other sports. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. I've, I'm you just know what's m- more fun than this? Soccer. <laughs> <laughs> well, if that was the case, they didn't get their message across. No. But uh, I just imagine them like lying in wait and it's like, oh my God, it's guys, the they're same back. guys. Fine. Yeah, we've been waiting six months on this balcony. Yeah, so we uh, play on for a little bit and then pack it in and Brendan's like, oh, let's just like go tell the security guard. Like, yeah. You know, if this is happening to other people and stuff. Maybe. Were you like, uh, dibba Well, I didn't really know what the guard could do, but I figured may as well because it was like... He if could there go was- out there and shake his fist at the clouds. Well, I was hoping like if it was someone who got busted to doing it before... They'd get like another warning or something. Right. And, yeah. You know, at least maybe if they're like, we'll kick you out of the apartment if you <laughs> don't stop throwing eggs or something, then maybe that would do we'll something. We'll give your face to all of the egg sellers in the area. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do not sell eggs to this man. Yeah, that'll be the last omelette you ever had, friend. <laughs> so uh, the security guard. Do you reckon he would say something epic like, you can't make an omelette without breaking a few eggs and then like smash their heads against each other? I would hope so. And I would also hope that I would get to be a part of this. <laughs> so we'd go downstairs, talk to the security guard, and Brendan's like, oh, this is might sound a bit weird, but someone's throwing eggs at us. Yeah. He's like... That does sound he, weird. He lets us like tell our whole spiel before he jumps in. He's like, oh, yeah, this happened last week as well. Really? Like, he, like, it would have been more reassuring if he didn't look at us like crazy. What are you talking people. about? Yeah. <laughs> what on earth? Uh, yeah. Oh, the same story as last week. I didn't get that when you said eggs. Right. <laughs> Um, I only got it when you finally got to the bit where you quit playing because that's what the other people did as well. <laughs> so he's like, oh, I don't know if you guys want to do this, but maybe you could do me a favor. Wow. Go back undercover. out there. Undercover. Be, we need some decoys. Right. And play for another like couple minutes and I'll hide. <laughs> And I'll try and watch where the eggs are coming from. You are kidding me. So, this is how you know you've not got the real place. <laughs> we've got an undercover security oh guard on our team. Oh my gosh. So he, he's like down the bottom of the building, like several stories when did below this the court about a month ago. That is so funny. So they're hi- he's hiding in the bushes. He's not in the bushes. He's on a park bench, but he's like so far away from the court, like, you know, just on ground level. Looking the nonchalant. The court's like on top of the car park. So yeah. it's, you figure if you were uh, the culprit throwing eggs, you might not notice this other guy. Just relaxing on the bench. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know if he had like that good a view of all the apartments, but he seemed to think it was a good spot. <laughs> oh my gosh. So we played for like another 15, 20 minutes and nothing. Really. No eggs. So I don't know if they caught on to our plan or oh they ran gosh. out or what was going on. You guys on. obviously looked like the popo when you came back out. Yeah. We've been made. Like, well, because <laughs> we did leave and come back, it might look suspicious just that action, you know? Yeah, true. No, like, I think you got made. 
Well, we played tennis again like last weekend. And? No eggs. So Wow. I mean, it might have put a stop to it, but you can always tell something's getting serious here when a sign goes up in the elevator. <laughs> that is so true. Yeah. A passive-aggressive one in particular. Right. So uh, a couple of days after our stakeout, we uh, see the sign go up. We've got people like, staking out to catch the egg throwers. Well, it was more like uh, there's been a series of incidents on the tennis court. <laughs> if you know anything, please contact security. No mama. way. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So now we're involved in a sting. Is there a photo of, like, the hamburglar's face on an egg? There's always a... <laughs> that would um, be awesome. I don't think it was a hamburger, but it's... There's always a clip art. I was going to say, go is the clip art of the man holding a sack? I'll have to double check. I, okay. did, I, t- I took a photo of it. I'll put the photo on the I was uh, hoping website. it's the robber clip art. I love that. And he's got yeah, the mask on around his face. Yeah, yeah. That burglar clip art. The very uh, traditional burglar. But he's not stealing anything. He was just throwing eggs. He's more no, like, but you know someone's doing something wrong in that case. Like they're not. No, they're not stealing anything. But you know they're not doing right. So we uh, we just got a tower image oh, of, a tower. Like a, of the building. It I also guess. looks like underneath an egg being thrown. It could just be. It looks like speed lines <laughs> <laughs> or a yolk being thrown. I don't know. It's a bit of a stretch. So I assume that's an egg. But uh, I do like that he, you know, always associates an image. It's just like it he, is good that there's clip art for everything. Yeah, it feels like. I don't know, in 99, he must have bought one of those 1001 clip art <laughs> CDs and has to make use of every single That's one right. of them. He, I'm up to 99. Yeah. <laughs> I really hope for another 900 incidences. <laughs> we never caught the guy, at least to my knowledge. That's annoying. So you're unsuccessful in your undercover operation. Well, I mean, it stopped now. The egg throwing stopped. So that's what we, that was the end goal. Yeah, but it's not as satisfying no, as like there wasn't, getting a sting operation. Right, we didn't it? get to kick the door down and make some egg-based pun to no. rub it in his face. <laughs> no. So my dad recently was telling a story about how he spent time like in the desert, like in the Israeli desert, <laughs> and like okay. uh, like some drunken astronomer there was hanging out with when he was studying his degree, and him went to <laughs> investigate the Israeli army and shit like that. What? Yeah, I know. This is like when my dad revealed he was a cage fighter. <laughs> <laughs> well, like. This, this is so weird. Our dads are like really living these lives that we've got no idea about. These like secret lives. Yeah. It's like, what? My dad's sneaking off to cage fight and we're at music reviews and your dad's so <laughs> dead. Well, it sounds like the guy that he was with, like they were at an astronomy, uh, you know, a telescope of some kind. Yeah. And the Israeli army was stuffing up their experiments because of, you know, uh, light pollution or some shit like that. Oh, okay. And so they went to like tell them off basically and got in trouble. Oh, good. But the part, I find that the best way to do that is drunk. I figure, and <laughs> especially like the Israeli army does seem like one of those armies that you can just push over. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> when you just rock up drunk on their uh, the doorstep of their campsite, no, not understanding sorry, their language, guys. they'll probably understand, right? Yeah, they're pretty sweet guys, from what I've ascertained. Yeah. So after they uh, sweet talked their way out of that, the part of the story that gripped me was how he told me about how he came to like olives. Okay. So when... This is, I cannot imagine where this is going, <laughs> but I am riveted. When you don't like a food, yeah. what's your like instinct towards that food? I think I have the same instinct as your dad. Okay, I train myself to like it. Why? I don't know. What have is you, that what he did? Yeah. What have you done, with, what have you done this with? Corn. It's now my favourite food. 
<laughs> You're so good at like this training. Yeah. How uh, like how badly did you dislike corn? Hated. Like could, how long ago was that? When when I, I started liking when I was about fifteen. But like how long before that were you? All of my years. Hated it from birth. But how how frequently had you had it? Oh, probably about. Well, I was forced to eat it throughout my childhood. Is that why you didn't like it? Different? No, it's you're disgusting. Forced? No, because I ate it a few more times because I saw everyone else eating corn on the cob, mm. and I'm like, but it looks so good. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like something I should like. Yeah, so I tried it several times, and I was like, blur. Same with peanuts. Really? Yeah, I hated peanuts, and I was like, but everyone enjoys them so much. I'm, there must be something missing. Coffee. See, so like the only thing that I'm kind of. Uh, like that I can think of that is beer. Yeah? Where it's like, I don't even really like it anymore, but I can at least drink it. See, but I, I've become so good at it that they're now my favorite foods. That's amazing. I, I love peanuts and corn. <laughs> I don't know how it happened, but something just the, the switch flipped. Does your dad now love olives? Yeah. It's yeah. not his, I'm not going to say it's his favorite food, but I asked him, uh, so how do you do? He's gone, he's gone above tolerance, right? Like he actually yeah. actively seeks them out now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how works either because he was saying oh yeah i trained myself to like olives in the yeah. israeli desert and when you say that <laughs> you sentence, have to ask there's, yeah there's follow-ups <laughs> and so i can just like picture him just sitting in the desert he's got not much to do so i was like well God, people seem to like this olive thing <laughs> it's I'm, like, I'm like give it a try and he's just like eating one I'm like nope still gross but i'll have another one yep still gross and then like 10 hours later it's like oh they're the greatest that's pretty, i don't know how it happens but it happens because like if i don't like something i'm not gonna force feed myself it i do it's I like did. music is like the kind of equivalent to that where you can but music sometimes that happens like you really hate a song when you first hear it but you just hear you it sort of get used to it yeah. yeah like i hated that call me maybe song oh uh, yeah and now i just hear it so much because it's like so damn catchy yeah yeah and do you know what really bothers me about Call that Call Me song? Maybe, the corn of the music yeah. world. <laughs> Not corn with a K, no. which already exists. Freak on the Leash, some may say, is the corn of the music world, but I don't, I disagree. <laughs> do you know what I find very confusing? She says, I just met you. Yeah. And this is crazy, right? Yeah. So I'm expecting her to say something like pretty outrageous at this point. And then she goes, but here's my number. Oh my goodness, what's she going to ask him to do? So call me. Maybe. Maybe you're expecting a. This is crazy. Wrestle the few. <laughs> that would be number one with a bullet. Dad would give that amazing news. <laughs> one out of one of my daughters adores it. Is what Dad would say. <laughs> and you're like, wow, she, she wasn't kidding about that crazy thing. Yeah. That Carly Rae Jepsen really is crazy. It doesn't you like to give someone your number that you've just met and say hey give me a call sometime not that's crazy not crazy at all no she's setting the bar quite low for crazy that's what I thought I was like that's actually pretty much how everyone does it right like, call me crazy but I trained myself to eat olives in the middle of the Israeli desert and that like, is crazy maybe I'd give that to you Carly yeah. right <laughs> hey I didn't like olives and <laughs> this is crazy sat in the Israeli desert and ate them constantly baby <laughs> Baby. <laughs> See, that's weird. But yeah, giving someone your number in the hopes that you will one day go on a date is pretty much the standard. I'd say that's the path for the course. Yeah, like, hey, I just met you and this is standard. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's less riveting when you <laughs> spell it out like that. <laughs> Here's casual dating rituals. <laughs> <laughs> the Wall Street. 
I want to show you something. Okay, good. As I mentioned, it's um, Christmas time. Indeed. And yes. uh, I got a Christmas card. Oh, that's nice. Was <laughs> it as good as the one that my brother got from my dad? What was that? It said, to David, Merry Christmas from David. It's both your dad and your brother named David? No, just my brother. <laughs> Did your dad have a stroke me? I must have I was like what? I remember reading it and being like What happened there? Yeah um, It's along the same lines Okay Yep Brendan my housemate he's Is a, it as good as the one That my brother wrote to a dinosaur? I doubt it Oh yeah He used to write Christmas cards To all the dinosaurs What like Dear Diplodocus <laughs> Have a merry merry Christmas it went as, My favourite It went Love as Jason. deep as Diplodocus Like I would have assumed That's a second tier dinosaur Oh no He went through all of the ones he knew How many cards is he making? <laughs> As many as dinosaurs he knows, I suppose. To what end? Why is that a question? Because surely when you're writing a Christmas card, for the most part, it's to uh, wish someone Merry Christmas. Yeah, well, He's not hand-delivering it to a dinosaur. No, just in case they should want to read them. Maybe he gave it to his dinosaur toys or something. I don't know. You didn't, but did you have them on the mantelpiece? Like his... No, our, just in his here's room. Here's the cards that the family got, and here's the ones two various dinosaurs. <laughs> That's right. Should a dinosaur wander in, they'll know that we recognize their yeah. value. <laughs> How many cards did the Mosasaur get? <laughs> they all got one each, Ben. Mm, I feel like it's not enough. Um, but anyway, yeah, Brendan, my housemate, he's a... I don't know if we had the Mosasaur in the late 80s. <laughs> <laughs> he's a junior school teacher, so... He gets a lot of cute cards from his kids. Yeah. Very personalized messages. <laughs> I feel like mine didn't get quite as personalized. Is this from the kids or from Brendan? No, this one was from one of my colleagues at work. <laughs> it's already reminds me of you. Yeah. So uh, it the came, cover is very you, Ben. Right. It, it's, uh, it came in a blank envelope and the cover didn't is, even have your name on is it. Christmas baubles. Yeah, it's Christmas baubles, which yeah. is not exactly... <laughs> <laughs> Wow. So uh, it says Merry wow. Christmas. And then it has a sticker of the person's name yep. stuck on the bottom. And no one, it's addressed to no one. Yep. <laughs> I would have accepted to David at this rate. <laughs> wow, that's rough. That's pretty rough. Do you know this person? Yeah, he just works for the company. I'm not like, you know, BFFs, yeah, obviously. Well, <laughs> I hope not. If you are, you need to re-examine that. Yeah, I thought It so. may not be BFFLs with that kind of card flirting around. Does he know your name? I have to assume. (laughs) But it's like one of those things that... How did you get one? He he hand-delivered it? Yeah. What? To, like, whoever was left in the office on one of the last days of work. I find that really weird. Why hand-deliver such a pointless card? How would you have got it out there? I just don't think I would have given you one. Well, that was, I think no card is better than that that's card. That's kind of been the general consensus. <laughs> is that, Did everyone get a card like that? Well, like I said, everyone who was there at the time. But there was no names on any of them. I have to assume. Oh. I mean, I don't think I was purposefully singled out. Okay, I thought you were. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think that's no, no, more no. of an insult because than no like, card. Because I'm saying the card didn't have a name. It doesn't have a message beyond Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas, which is obviously printed on already. <laughs> and um, He hasn't even signed his own name no. by hand. No, that's too much effort. Uh, yeah, I would think that it's more of an insult than getting no card. That card. Well, that's what kind of what I was trying to work out. Like, I appreciated that he went to the effort and then I opened it. I was like, oh, you went to the bare minimum <laughs> amount of effort. Not even. That's, not the, that's below the bare minimum. I would say the bare minimum of effort is writing the other person's name and writing your name at the bottom. Yeah, I would have thought so as well. <laughs> I Some, think he's gone below somehow the, the bare minimum. the bar was lowered even further. <laughs> so that's why it's an insult. Because to me, the bare minimum for a Christmas card is your name at the top 
one line of meaningless Christmas wish yep. and your name and yeah, their name at the bottom. So to me, the bare minimum would be dear Ben, you know, printed Merry Christmas and then me handwritten, have a good Christmas. It's been nice working with you this year. Oh, so I feel like even that sentence is more than I would have expected. Really? I would expect something like have a very Merry Christmas or Happy New Year in handwriting. I feel like it's uh, so easy to fall into the trap of saying something extremely generic like that, though. Like when I, you know how there's always like the birthday cards or the farewell cards or whatever that go mm-hmm. around the office because we got like you know a seventy person office. There's yeah. always someone who's leaving, yeah. or like you know like either they're moving to a new job or maternity leave or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So did I tell you about a friend who lives in Japan? He had to give the farewell speech for a woman. He's the only foreigner who works in his company. In this company, in fact. And he gave a speech and he thought she was going for maternity leave <laughs> and she was not. So, <laughs> why was he made to make the speech? I don't know. He was just asked to do it, I guess. And so he gave, he might have been like her senior or something. And so he was like, you know, congratulate her on her maternity leave. Uh, did she correct him? I think it just went awkwardly silent and he was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> do you know why he came to that assumption? No. <laughs> That's just him. <laughs> He's like a British gentry. Like his Facebook photos are all like photos of him riding horses and like. <laughs> he just noticed she'd be going putting shooting. on a few pounds. Yeah, I don't know. I think he's just on his own plane where women would only ever leave work to get married or have children. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I was like, what else you got going on? Yeah, Nothing, obviously. Right. Every so often we have a farewell card yeah. passed through the office. And with that many people, you're not close to most of them. No. So occasionally, like, I remember I got two cards for women from a department that and I, you weren't sure which was which I, no i didn't even know who they were oh wow like, it says like farewell such and such i'm like i've never heard of these people <laughs> <laughs> so like you know sometimes that kind of thing just Do you happens. sign your name or well i think in that case i, I just, write a generic line in that case i just crossed my name off the list and i'm like well it's I not going to mean anything coming from me person. anyway okay yeah like i feel like if i was leaving and i got one of those messages and it was like, good working with you from Stacey. I'm like, I never worked with Stacey. <laughs> like, why did you feel compelled to do this? <laughs> the few people, like if rather than a hundred strangers signed my card, like 10 people that I actually got along with signing it means more to me. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I had a really nice farewell card when I was leaving my job in Tokyo. Like it was all people I actually had worked with and they yeah. wrote like personal messages. Like, and that's all you need really. Yeah, that's right. It, it's weird people, not weird people necessarily. I don't even know them. I'm a bit harsh. Um, but if it's people I don't even know writing generic messages, yes, I suppose it's a bit pointless. Yeah, you, not every card needs to go to every person no. in the office. But I've kind of felt bad after crossing my name off the list enough times for people that I you know, don't have a close connection to. So are people like, don't give the card to Ben now? No, no, no. <laughs> but I, I just look at some, some, so many of the other messages are just farewell or good luck or nice uh-huh. working with you. Like, it's so like Maybe you've got a crappy office then. Maybe, but I think it's just the... The majority of people don't know each other. Well, it's just the nature of the job. Like, people always come and going. You can't, uh, okay. you can't make friends with everyone. Yeah. So, like, I want to do something better than that. Yes. But, okay. for, but for someone that you don't have this connection with, what do you do? So, I've started writing my own customized notes... That it basically quotes about the sea. Are you serious? Yeah. You've started writing quotes about the sea. I feel like it fills a void. Because if, like... No, it doesn't. It's just really strange. Think about it. Wow, Ben really loves boating. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, despite if, the seafarer, you're gonna get given like a ship and a bottle or something. <laughs> maybe that'd be amazing. <laughs> I've always wanted to build one. There you go. <laughs> so, if I hand the card to you after I've already signed it, yeah, what do you think of the quote like oh, "Happy Holidays"? You're, you're unimpressed, right? Oh, I haven't. I probably wouldn't think about it. At yeah, all. well, I think about it. I wouldn't it. be like, oh, Ben. I read a lot of lazy. the other messages and yeah. I'm like, there's almost no point to even Didn't half using of ink these. for that. Right. Yeah. You're wasting time. What and did you space. put in it then? I wrote, the sea was angry that day, my friend. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> I feel like you see that and you're like, oh, they've got an in joke together. Like, you, no one's just putting the sea was angry. <laughs> That's that's the work of a madman. Yeah, yeah. I would probably not think you had an in joke. I'd be like, Ben's a madman. <laughs> well, no one's queried me on it. They do. But hasn't the person who received it like what? Maybe, but I feel like also it's probably something that they think they've forgotten. Yeah, like it would probably be like oh, we probably. I don't think so, Ben. I think you're a madman. <laughs> I think this is the work of a madman. Well, obviously, in my defence, it is the work of a madman. <laughs> but I don't know that everyone else knows that. I would definitely have cottoned on if I saw that I'd be like this is the work of a madman do you not have anything actual about these people some of them I do yeah and I'll write you know a personalized message about you know a joke that we shared or whatever can't you think of anything like I'll miss seeing you walk to the coffee room but like I say like there's there could be like a farewell to someone who works in the warehouse that I've never once had a why are you even writing on that because it's either that or nothing And I don't want to be the generic guy I Why wanna... don't you write like warehousing won't be the same without you Because it's meaningless They Why don't know who I am Why can't it even be a warehouse joke I mean I could go to I that think effort, that makes I think, more sense than C is... quotes No this is the work of a madman I think it's funnier I don't think so I think everyone at work thinks you're crazy Maybe but At no least one... like who's going to move our boxes if not you And then a little crying face <laughs> Well, if the next person that leaves from the warehouse, I may, I may come to you for, <laughs> for some warehouse-related warehouse jokes. Right. I've wanted to write a she, sea shanty for a while. There you go. Well, I'll, I'll include it into the next 10, <laughs> 10 cards over the space of uh, one sentence each. So if people put it together, they've got quite the sea yeah. shanty. Does that mean one person will just get heave-ho? Which seems like a harsh thing to write on a farewell <laughs> card. That'd be pretty good. Someone got, um, just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water. That's weird. That's from Jaws. Jaws, yeah. Yeah. Do you know that film made my dad afraid of the sea? I wouldn't be So surprised. if he wrote that on his card, he would not appreciate that. But he would probably think, oh, Ben knows something about me. No, he'd be like, oh, great. Why am I retiring? <laughs> <laughs> what, like I don't even have the ocean to look forward yeah, to? Yeah, well, what if he was retiring to the beach and he was like, oh, shit, I've only just gotten over my fear of sharks and now it's back. He does live quite close to the beach. I so know, for a man afraid of sharks. Is he, like, does he not go for swims? No, nah, he hates sharks. Why did you move to the beach? I then? don't know. <laughs> it seems like you could have found a cheaper area that had much less, less that, access to sharks. Right. Well, you'd have to be a shark that had been convinced to walk on dry land but, I mean, to get to our house. Like the benefit of living in your area is, is largely the beach. the beach. Yeah, that is true. And I can't it's nice imagine. and close to the supermarket, I guess. <laughs> I can't imagine he was doing it basically for the supermarket and your benefit. <laughs> He's like, I know Vicky washes her dishes in the ocean sometimes. <laughs> I haven't done that in a while. Yeah, those well, days are over. Well, sad times for all those yes, <laughs> wids out there looking forward to some leftovers. That's right. They've only got my dad going in the ocean to look forward to. Yeah. But yeah, that would freak my dad right out if someone wrote that on a card. So what, what, what should I be writing then? If, if I can't come up with a personalized Find anecdote. out what they do and make up a joke about it. 
everyone just like has desk jobs for the most part though. Well, then start Googling desk job jokes. I feel like it's, I'm just going to go with the C thing. It's been working for oh me. Oh my gosh. You're going to be known as the madman. No, but the other benefit to this is the people who get the uh, card in the end, they've already gone, so they can't query me on it. I would find that <laughs> so confusing. If I received that, I'd be like, what? Yeah, like, I'm happy with that reaction. Really? I'd be like, this guy is weird. But isn't that better than like, oh, have a good summer? No. Because I'm like, oh, that guy wish, hopes I have a good summer. That's nice. But they don't think that. They're just <laughs> saying that because they have to say something. I don't know. I think you're a madman if I received that card. I really would. I'd be like, this is confusing and this guy's really strange. Like, possibly mentally ill. <laughs> <laughs> I would be like, is this man mentally ill to write such a strange thing on a card? You know would be amazing? It's, by the time I leave... Everyone writes C quotes yeah, on yours. That would be that would be the greatest. Because <laughs> it's really taken off. Yeah, if I build some kind of <laughs> legacy. Or not even be, like I don't mean everyone should start doing this. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like it really taken off, so no, everyone writes C quotes. Then I'm back to square one. Then right. I'll have to come up with like <laughs> I'll be the one person who's writing land quotes. Writing, yeah, like warehouse <laughs> jokes and because uh, everyone else is like we're running out of C quotes stat. <laughs> but, but um no, like just because I could become known as the C-quote guy. Oh, right. Then, yeah, like, okay. that's the joke of my farewell card. Like, now it gives something for everyone else to mm, write about. That's I not, don't think that's going to happen, Ben. I think not, oh, that calendar on your desk <laughs> sure was on March for a few months. I think that's Zing. funny. <laughs> I like that. It's dumb and it's, <laughs> like, probably not true. I prefer that. <laughs> oh, God. I think that's funnier than a weird fish quote. Well, what if I just wrote that on, like, a random person's card? Yeah, that would be funnier. I should just go to desk jokes. Yeah, because I think then the person would be like, was it? <laughs> maybe. Maybe you're That would make me think more than the C thing. I'd be like, has Ben got a mental illness? Well, I feel like... Maybe... I'd go home and maybe send you back counselling money because <laughs> you're not well. I'll take it. <laughs> I feel like um, we need to start building up some kind of repertoire of acceptable things to write on a stranger's card then. I think we have that, but you don't want that. Well, what's, They're too generic for you. Yeah, no, something that shows you went to the extra effort despite not knowing anything about this person. I've never written on a card for someone of which I know absolutely nothing. Yeah, so you, maybe... I can like, usually come up with one random fact or story or interaction we had. But you probably work in like smaller offices no. or you're like not required to sign... That many cards of yeah. people I don't know. But uh, I don't know, I'm happy to, to mix it up with some other quotes. It doesn't have to be C related, but I just want something greater than... Kanye West quotes? Maybe. I feel like that can be seen through that, though. Like, they'll probably just be like, oh, Ben's like a, a rap Massive fan. Kanye fan. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that, that's one for the thinking board. Is that a thing? <laughs> no. What's that? Well, I'll, I'll start a thinking board okay, and we'll put good. that on it. <laughs> Uh, we mentioned last week the um, the party that we went to. Yes, where the toilet That's detective the was. And uh, one thing that we didn't talk about that happened at the party was the uh, the owners of the house breed rats. They do. Yeah, we have talked about that before. I think. Well, the before you arrived at the party, I was investigating all these rats. Because I think we were talking about how not okay I would be with someone. Because I don't mind rats. Yeah. But I would not be okay to live in a house where rats were bred, I don't think. Well, especially where there's like a thousand of no, them. No, there's a lot. Maybe, there's hundreds. Maybe, I'll say, yeah, over a hundred. Yeah, there's definitely. definitely over a hundred. So I could 
live with What's your maximum rat? I don't want to, to live with you a ratio. Rat. You wouldn't live with a rat. What well, if it was in someone else's room? We've got um, on occasion a rat that will eat at the compost. Well, no, see, that's I an can, illicit rat. Yeah, I don't want that one. But <laughs> well, no I, one wants that kind of rat. I can put up with it if I have to for a little <laughs> while. No, but that's like... Until it becomes an endangered species <laughs> and I get my girlfriend Ace Ventura to steal it away from no, me. No, but what I'm saying is that's like saying... How many murderous madmen do you want to live with? I want to live with zero if possible. Well, exactly. But I can live with one <laughs> yeah, exactly. if I have to. <laughs> what I'm trying to get at is how many pet rats? Yeah, I don't really... Like, it's not a deal breaker. As in how many tame humans, not murderous madmen. It's not a deal breaker, but I don't want to live with any. Like, if I... Just say so every... even not... Zero tame rats if it was in someone else's room and you didn't have to see it. Like, I could do that, but if I had the choice between an attractive woman with a rat and, and a, a more less attractive attra- woman. No, a less attractive woman. Ah, oh, with no rats. With some rats. Let's start again. What? <laughs> okay, a really, an extremely attractive woman with some rats, right? Yes. A less attra- attractive, but still very. Okay, so like a 10. Yeah. With many rats. We'll say like one rat. No, many. She's got many. Okay. 9.8. With one rat. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Or a six yeah. with no rats. Yeah, I'm choosing the six. Really? You'll take a 3.9 hit for a rat. For my Ladies, roommate. listen up. Because. Okay, how about, wait, is it exponential? Would you date a six with many rats <laughs> or a three with no rats? I'm not saying I have to date this person. This is just my roommate. No, you have to date them and live with them. Ooh, this is Living tough. This is, this is a hypothetical. I know, right? <laughs> I'm just saying if it's exponential, if it matters where in the scale you are or if it's a three-point hit anywhere. No, because I've, I've been out with a woman who had rats. Are they going to say you've dated a three and couldn't stand the stairs? And I'm going to say that it didn't work out. Because of the rat? It was a, it was a factor. Really? How big a factor? It's annoying Wait, when... How many factors were there? There was a couple of factors. Two. No, there's, I'd say there's more than that. A few? Five factors? Okay, yeah, well, let's go for five. What percentage was this rat factor? I'm going to say it was split evenly between those five. It would be a oh, 20% all right. factor. Okay, so it was around 20%. Yeah, the rat wasn't overrepresented. So it wasn't like 80% rat. No. Like 7.5% but everything else. With, with the other things, like if it was just like one factor and that's the rat, it could have maybe worked. Yeah. But... Amongst the other stuff, you know it's not right. Worth it. So she was great and had the rat. So not only is she attractive, she's like my dream woman. Then I'd put up with the rat. Wow. But this is just a roommate that I have to sight unseen pick. Yes. So I don't know that there's any potential future relationship there. Okay. But you're not pro rat, that's for sure. That is for what sure. What is the smallest animal you'd move in with? Dog? It's not a size thing. No, I'm just saying, would you have an issue with a dog? No. Like, again. Cat? Like, I'd prefer a cat if that's the choice. Right. Would you move in with an ant farm? Sure. <laughs> I mean, I think you maybe are like six, but that's your own issue. <laughs> what about, what are those things, sea monkeys? <laughs> <laughs> Have we discussed how weird sea monkeys are? I hope so, because what a waste of money, if you I ask think, me. I think we did talk about sea monkeys once because we talked about the TV show of sea monkeys. But would you move in with a lady who had sea monkeys? Yeah, I mean, okay. <laughs> it's, um, I, if so I, it's not a size issue. 
Because well, you would go both bigger and smaller. So yes. that's not the problem. No, size isn't a factor. Would you move in with a guy who had giant sea monkeys? <laughs> <laughs> you have, what size? Like, full it's si- like, like human size? No. Or are they just people with rubber gloves on their heads, like in the show? Yeah, let's say it's like a rubber glove size. Like, you see the front of the box. He, It's the size of a rubber glove. Or it's the size of a human with a rubber glove on it. No, no, no. It's just the size of a rubber glove. So it's like... <laughs> A giant aquarium with about, like, 50 of these glove-sized sea creatures swimming around in it. I assume I'd be all right with it, I guess. I'd find it a bit odd. It's like someone who keeps shrimp, essentially. Yeah. Well, I'd say something and be like, what's that Like, about? that's a weird pet. <laughs> yeah, I would say, what a weird pet. But if he was like, you know, I just really love them and they, they're calming or something, I'd be like, well, okay, I guess. I don't think it... <laughs> so, yeah, I've, I've dated a girl who had rats before. <laughs> Sounds like some kind of disease. Yeah, like crabs or She's something. got rats. She's got rats. Um, and it was distracting. Had she not had the rat, would it have worked out? No, i said it was like 20%. Oh, all right. So I it still I, wouldn't have. I could have made it work if in every other way she was good for me. Okay. Um, but. And if she didn't have the rats, it still wouldn't have worked out. Okay. But. Right. So she had several rats. She had two. But while you're in the midst of, like, making out, you hear, like... Or even just, like, sleeping over, because they were in the bedroom. I thought you say they were in the bed. No, no, no. It's very, that would be distracting. It's very distracting to hear that, like, squeak or the the gnawing at the water bottle. Oh, uh, yeah. And it's not something that you want to have to think about ever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so these friends of ours, they breed these rats that they've got in their shed. It's not just, like, they... You know, oh, a hundred rats rocked up. Yeah, the Pied Piper came by one morning and <laughs> we couldn't get rid of them. I did always wonder what the Pied Piper did with all those mice. Didn't he run them off a cliff? Did he? Oh, I didn't know that. I thought that was Jesus and pigs. I don't know that story. <laughs> what, what happened with Jesus and pigs? You don't know what happened with Jesus and the pigs? You don't know what happened with the Pied Piper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Jesus is real. That's slightly different. But as if this pig story happened. Yeah, he, like, drove out these demons and the demons were like, oh, don't... Yeah, okay, this story's real. <laughs> don't destroy us. Send us into those pigs instead. So he sent them into the pigs, the demons, and they like ran he, off the cliff. He, like, put, what, their souls into pigs or something. Yeah, like the demon spirits and into pigs the demons, and the pigs ran off the cliff. The demons independently ran off the cliff. Well, I think... The pigs with the demons inside ran off a cliff. They, the pigs committed suicide because they had demons in them? I don't or really know. Or the demons know. are like, now we're finally in a pig. This <laughs> sucks. Why did we ever ask Jesus for this? <laughs> well, I think that they... I'm not sure how that really works. I think it was maybe the pigs in terror of having a demon inside them. Because usually these stories have some kind of lesson that you learn. I don't know what to take from that. I don't really <laughs> Like, don't get your soul implanted in a pig. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> or if you're going to ask Jesus for anything. <laughs> He's a trickster, that guy. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to Google it and find out what we were meant to learn. Well, the, but... Pied, the Pied Piper thing, he, um, the whole story is that Jesus he... and the possessed pigs is quite a fun story. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if it's not a Bible chapter, we should write it. <laughs> but uh, the Pied Piper, he played his flute or pipe, I guess. Pipe, yeah. And all the rats followed him out of the village and off a cliff. And then he did the same with the children. So that's, you know. I didn't, I didn't think they went off a cliff. I thought he just piped them away. I he never said where to. There's probably like several different versions of the story. Oh, okay. 
But uh, anyway, my friends, they're raising rats. Yeah. And so I was asking them a couple of questions about what they do to breed and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes you hear these stories about if you're a farmer, oh, yeah, you've got a different name for all these different animals that to us they look identical. Yeah. But to, you know, the farmer they can tell every single one apart and that kind of thing. Right, so yeah. So I was like, oh, do you know what's what? And like, no, 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 they're just rats. Except for Bianca. I'm like, who's, who's Bianca? Yeah, a human. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're trying we an illicit. Yeah, we're trying a human person crossbreed. <laughs> oh so gosh. far, day seventy-three, unsuccessful. <laughs> but she does like her spinning wheel that we've got in the corner. Oh my gosh! So uh, I've got to delve deeper into this uh, this story, and she's like, "Yeah, yeah, we we can tell her apart because she climbs on the roof of the cage." I'm like, "What do you mean? Like she opens the." lid and gets out he's like no no she monkey bars across the top of the like an upside down like spider-man like mouse a, like an orangutan mouse oh my gosh that's freaky and i'm like whatever you do do not breed this mouse like oh we don't want an like a super mouse that can monkey bar i feel like we're this close for them till starting a race of oh super mice. my gosh and i for one would like to welcome our <laughs> rat <new>. overlords <laughs> it's like rats can get everywhere already Oh, they like just chew their way that's through. That's horrible. Things. That's horrific. Like, they can they can dig it. They'll they can yeah. They love their new digs. They love their new digs. <laughs> They've got new digs everywhere. But if Bianca gets out into the wilderness and starts creating rat babies that can oh that's the last thing Spider-Man that Spider Man across the treetops. Oh my gosh, that's horrifying. I feel like we've got we're on the verge of some kind of x-men-like phenomenon oh, here. Oh, that's going to end the human race. We don't need to worry about global warming. Yeah. I think Tony Abbott must have heard about this and dismantled all other ministries to focus <laughs> on this one we've area. We've got to focus on this, uh, this rat shed because uh, clearly there's an epidemic on the oh, loose if we don't do something about this. That's horrifying. Yeah, that, they didn't separate it from the rest of them. So if five years from now we're all taken over by a plague of spider rats... Uh, I'm sorry. I tried my best. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what to say. (laughs) But speaking of other body-related things in the upstairs paddock, as I said, I've got a lot of time in the car to think. Mm. And so... It sounds like a dangerous, like... I don't know. If I having, suppose I should be driving. We're having too much time to think. Like the inside of Vicky's head sounds like a scary place. But I love Vickyville. What really? are you talking about? Yeah. So, I feel like I, I've had a bit the of The circus time. is always in town. I've had a bit of time to think over like the last month or so. Yeah. Just like getting up in the morning or something where there's not a whole lot going on to occupy my mind. Mm-hmm. And like the thoughts that run through my brain are just... Oh, give us a few. So, I'm going to sit back and sip some so wine. this morning... Yes. Like I woke up and... A, basically a pitch for a TV show popped into my head. See, that sounds amazing. You would not have got that if you were immediately occupied. I don't want this shit occupying <laughs> my brain. See, I've got some great stuff occupying my brain. I'll share one with you, one for one. Yeah. All right. So my pitch was, mm. are you familiar with Rin Tin Tin? I'm not really Do you either. mean Tin Tin? No, Rin Tin Tin. I have heard the saying... The tin that Rin Tin Tin shit in. That's probably related. <laughs> but I'm not 100%. Is he a Western of some sort? It's a dog. Oh, yeah. So it is. Yeah. So I think it's from like the 1920s or yeah, something. Yeah, it's not a new dog. It's, yeah, it's not like a... Pre-Lassie. Right. It's not a, a recent reference that I was making. Yes. The uh, precursor to Marley. And as you can see, I didn't even really know much about Rin Tin Tin. But I came up with 
the title of the show. Oh, this is going to be great. Rinterventions. So this is where the dog intervenes? I guess. <laughs> and so, like, that's the first thing that wakes up, that I think when I wake up. Yeah. Like, Rinterventions. I'm like, so, well, Rintintin is the host. Or, okay. like, a major factor. Difficult already. We're now I'm like, scientists. And now I'm like, what is he intervening? And so, like, now I have to come up with, like, a plot in my mind. Ooh, what is he intervening? I didn't go that far because uh, I got distracted by the next thought. That's the problem. Because this, like, all of a sudden becomes a game. Oh, this sounds great. Okay, you can yeah. play along. All right, my, yeah, I'm the playing. Ne- the next one that I... It's the game where I'm your thoughts and I just say the first thing that comes to mind that's completely random. You have to come up with the title, which yeah. has to be a play on words between a celebrity's name that ends in in or im. Yeah. So, like, ring. Gym interventions. Yeah, Jim is a good Jim one, Belushi? but I've already done intervention, so now you have to come up with like another, another word along those lines. The more obscure, the better. Oh, so, fantastic. So Jim Belushi is a good one. Yeah, thank you. This is what's he hosting. Well, I'm pretty sure he passed away, didn't he? One of the Blues brothers is dead. I'm pretty sure, yeah, he passed on, so, so probably nothing. <laughs> so now you have to come up with a word that rhymes with the the name Jim or like this starts with like M. Oh, so not intervention. So it wasn't yeah. different interventions. Okay. No, no. So that's Jim perfections. So, okay. So what's <laughs> the, now we've got the title. Now what is Jim perfections about? Um, where people come on and confess d- deep dark secrets. So he's like a talk show host and it's like more. No, it's like, no, no. I was thinking more like he gets people that need to confront another person about their uh, shortcoming, like, so you've cheated on your partner and you're like, my gym perfection is, like, I cheated on you. <laughs> my gym perfection, you have to use it <laughs> yeah, you have to throughout use the, the show. Yeah. So, or, like, you bring, like, your friend on and you're like, oh, I'm really sorry, my gym perfection is I wrote a check in your name that I like, bounced. I like the idea that he's really set on using gym perfection <laughs> as much as possible. So it's like, someone comes on like, yeah, I, uh, I made an imperfection. I've got and another like, one. No, no, sorry, uh, a gym perfection, can you repeat that? <laughs> Like fuck, got George Clooney University. See, that's George Clooney goes back to university. That's not exactly the rules, <laughs> but I'll give it to you. Goes back to university. Clooney Yeah, the Clooney University. See, this is, I, I came up with um vindicated. Oh, that's great, Vin v- Diesel. Vin Diesel. Yeah, and what's that about? Yeah, where he goes back and gets revenge maybe, on people for you. Yeah, maybe he's framed for a crime. Ah, uh-huh, that's and good. Then he has to prove his innocence, and he's vindicated. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I could dedicate this time to something productive like that coming up with the idea for the tv show vindicated that's never gonna get me anywhere in life <laughs> but don't you laugh like oh it's pretty funny no, i actually really like just like i can't sleep because of this shit <laughs> like <laughs> see i've got nothing else to do but car so back to the corporeal issue mm. he had nothing more to add so please get me as far away from vindicated yeah. as possible <laughs> I like the George Clooney University. Oh my gosh, it's a crime universe, like in university that he has to solve by the finding of what, clues. Like, oh, like a clue university. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so good. I'm really thinking. See, I already laughed out yeah, loud. No, I'm, I'm imagining this. <laughs> it's pretty good, isn't we it? We can get Clooney's agent on the phone. See, I enjoyed that. Thank you. I would have enjoyed waking up thinking about. George Clooney University. <laughs> well, now you can. Because there's, isn't that like George University as well? It works in Georgetown. Some, yeah, George Georgetown Clooney University. So it's great. It, it happens at Georgetown it's with set George at Clooney Georgetown. in it, and a crime occurs for which he has to solve. So are we talking current day fifty year old George Clooney? Yeah. Or are we saying like this is a teenage George Clooney? This is his. <gasps> I've got years. another one. Kirsten Dunstall, <laughs> where she switches lives with ex footballer Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
It's like, like a Freaky a, Friday okay. sort of situation. So they switch bodies. Yep. And now she's what, like a retired Hawthorne player? Yeah, who's occasionally on the footy show. Yeah, good. Quality. <laughs> See, you laughed though, didn't you? Does she have input on the uh, commentary or she's just like, why am I here in Jason Dunstall's body? It's like a rich man, poor man situation. I see. Yeah, it's mm. good, isn't it? Yeah. Thank you. I feel like this is on the cusp of, what was it, Vicky's friend's mum's misheard movie title. <laughs> I feel like we could just picture any of these shows and she would be in. I was thinking about the other day, I was talking about my previous relationships with a, a guy, not a guy I'm dating, just a friend, and he was saying about how he had one ex-girlfriend who, as he put it, <laughs> ate my body and shit out my bones. Wow. <laughs> Do we uh, want to delve a little deeper into that? I don't know why, but that's what he said. But did you ask for clarification? No, I just was like, wow. But I've got the idea it may have been a long time ago. So how long can you be really bitter and angry about a breakup before you well, start so that's to how he described the, ba- the breakup. The, the woman in general, the relationship. Because I feel like if you get to that level, there's probably a stage before the bone shitting <laughs> that you're like, maybe I should digestion. end this. Yeah, yeah. The eating is probably a dead giveaway. Yeah, that's right. Mid- when your girlfriend starts ingesting you. Yeah, mid mid digestion, I'd be like, "Hang on, my legs are still out. Something's Kick. amiss here." <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you've ever seen those uh, those photos online of like a frog trying to eat a whole bird or something. Yeah, but I assume it's not a slow process. No, you have plenty of time to get out. Yeah. Maybe you didn't realise. I'm not sure exactly how it ended. or And I don't have many details on the relationship. That was just how he <laughs> described it. And I was like, wow. What, is this a guy that you're potentially interested in? Or Nope. Yeah, not after that, that's <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's what I'm saying. You know, See, I'm led to believe that was about a decade ago. Because like, you... I'm saying there's a certain amount of time where you can be really hugely bitter and angry yeah. and not look nuts. Yes. And you can, you, I think no matter how long time period passes as well, you can always say, oh, you know, it was a really bad breakup, it was really painful. But I think to still be quite violently angry makes you look crazy. Well, the other thing is, like, the people who usually describe their relationships like that, they're the ones who are more likely to get back together with their exes. <laughs> so if you join in on the bashing, <laughs> like, yeah, she was a snake and... I totally was yeah, always she, against her eating I your bones. I saw her unhinge her jaw and I yeah. warned you. Yeah. You'll be like regretting what you said See like you two wedding. weeks when they're <laughs> like, yeah, we're engaged now. Exactly. Well, no, but what I'm saying is I think initially when someone goes through a bad breakup, yeah. you're expecting a lot of bitterness and anger, right? Like if it's a particularly bad In, breakup or they get cheated on. Or, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, definitely if they're getting cheated on. Or, you know, they didn't see it coming. Like how long can you hold the grudge for? Yeah. You, you feel like he's had several other relationships between yes. this on that one? Yes, and it's been like 10 years. Yeah, I think 10 years is time to move on. I know, buddy. I'm like, you made me feel like you're crazy. I feel like in his scenario, the only way that he'll be able to ever drop it is to get back with her and dump her. <laughs> just kill her. Like, I just sounded like you wanted to kill her and it was frightening. Let's not... You're always trying to go to murder, I know, it was, I think it was, she ate my soul and pooped my bones. Like and the... I was like, whoa. He's like, don't you have any exes like that? No way he said pooped. That's yeah, he said so. pooped. That's not very... No, like, he said whole, pooped. The whole... Shout out my bones. That's like, <laughs> no. a, you know, a bitter ex. No, he said pooped. 
that's very like polite of him. It was. That's, <laughs> it's like you're making a, a, a threat against like I'm gonna you know fuck you up and murder your family and then uh, I'm gonna fudge with your life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Biatch. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it, don't it, come crying to me when everything's fudged up. Yeah, exactly. You're no, right. he did say pooped because he has an accent. He has an accent, and I remember and it, it very funnier. clearly. Yeah, it was hilarious. Can I guess but French accent? No, uh, American. I feel like pooped my bones. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really funny, but I couldn't laugh because it was quite a serious topic. She ate my soul and pooped my bones. <laughs> That can be this guy's autobiography. <laughs> it could be the title. Or maybe just sure. a children's book. <laughs> let's uh, change tracks a little bit. Yeah, let's. Mm. Who's your favourite listener of the show? Uh, my favourite listener? Yes. <sighs> Me. Well, get ready to have a new favourite listener. All right. I sorely don't believe that I would prefer anyone to me. It's yet to happen. Danny Wood is your new favourite listener. Mm, disagree. It's still me. Well, he's my favourite listener. Is he? Mm. Um, you like him better than yourself. That's unusual. Much better. Really? Because he... I've never had better times than with <laughs> myself. And I've yet to laugh as hard at or because of any other single person. Have you yourself donated to your own causes? Yes. It's called working. <laughs> I don't think that counts. Okay. Um, How much did he donate? A nickel. He donated a new highest record. Wow. $100. What? Thanks, Danny Wood. This is the song that we play when we get $100 donations. <laughs> <laughs> we get narrow money. Is that what he's saying? Narrow money. So, uh, I thought that was pretty cool. What does this song say? We get an Arab money. <laughs> okay. Me and Alex were, um... Was that the song featuring George Bush circa 2012? <laughs> I can't say that, but, uh, okay. we, uh... Me and Alex were playing video games one time. Yeah. And we had this song playing on the background. And we... It was on repeat for half an hour before we realised it was on repeat. Were you brainwashed? You're now soldiers in the U.S. Marines. Yeah. But, uh, so, th- thanks, uh... Thanks, Danny Wood. Thanks, Danny Wood. What he, prompted that? Did he email us at all? He wrote a comment in his donation. Oh, excellent. What was it? It was... You guys suck. Here's $100 to hire to some talent. Shut up. No, I thought it was going to be put someone more talented on the podcast. Um, he writes... It's an honest dollar. Love the show, like an ocean full of fishes with just one shark. Hmm. Do you know what that means? No. It took me a while to get it. Yeah. Because I was like, like an ocean full of fishes with just one yeah. shark. So is he getting all the fish to eat? Like this is amazing. I can eat as many fishes as I like, <laughs> and no one can eat me. That's a good guess. Yeah, that's what I went with. Um, I was yeah. First of all, I was like, are we the shark or are you the shark? You loving eating fishes? You know, like is the podcast the shark of like in a sea of shitty other podcasts? Is the podcast the shark? And it's so amazing that it's going around eating all the listeners. Like, get in my belly, listeners. And they're fishes. Yeah, you're going to have a great time in here. And there's a fish party inside the podcaster's shark stomach. What finally... And everyone's invited. ...clicked to me is he was helping me prove a point. Oh. I mentioned several episodes ago how uh, I've started writing ocean quotes in the... uh, Oh, yes! 
And okay, yeah, that does make sense. See how mystifying it is to you? That, that's it was amazing because No, it wasn't. It, you were completely mystified. This has proved my that's point, my whole not point. your point. No. No, you weren't like, oh, thanks, Danny. That's a sweet thing to say. I wasn't you were like, like that. No, you weren't. You were like, what? No, I thought that he was maybe quoting one of us at first. Really? And I'm like, oh, like. Did we ever say that? Yeah, surely, like, is that something we said in back in, like, episode 13? <laughs> and, you know, he just listened to that one or. But no, he was doing ocean quotes. Yeah. And you better believe that it went in the next person's maternity card. <laughs> did not that's so weird did you write that quote in someone's maternity yeah. card oh that's the worst occasion no jen got the message and she will be loving me for she it she will be like that's creepy i'm giving birth to a live human <laughs> that what no because what did you write i wrote exactly no what exactly did you write I probably said like congrats jen like an ocean full of fishes with just one shark ben m what? that would have been the entire message that's so weird I don't even. I probably didn't even say congrats. I probably just said the quote and then my name. That's so weird for a baby card. <laughs> it makes it sound like she's giving birth to a predator. Who cares? It's oh it's way gosh. better. You should people have, who have to function in society with one another. You should have read every other message. It was all the same. Yeah, going, like wanting her to be happy and take care of her baby. And boring. <laughs> well, yeah. how many ghosts have greeted you in the night? Zero. Yeah, exactly. Because you'd say some sort of weird fish quote and go back to sleep, and they'd be like, "Well, this was a not a very fruitful interaction." Good. That's what I want. <laughs> so the whole premise of writing this in coworkers' cards is to scare off ghosts. Like, is, if any ghosts no. are reading this, they'll know I'm useless to interact with. If that is, is it to scare off friends? Because that could work as well. I mean, if it happens, I'm not going to complain. But it's just to spice up the card. It, mm. it made me think. And I thought it was some kind of in-joke, much like my point. Yeah. No, I didn't. I was just confused. It worked on me. Yeah, okay, well, okay. It, it was a case study. <laughs> so thanks, Danny. Thanks, Danny. Round me, cream, get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. We got the money, Vicky. Join in. At the end of the night, me and uh, one of our other friends was staying at a bed and breakfast in the area. Yeah. So we... Unlike everyone else. I guess we booked our accommodation a bit late. So the main hotel that everyone else had organized was But on the upside, up. you guys got complimentary Kit Kats. And it was like half the price of your guys' accommodation. Oh, really? No, we got ours on vouchers, fools. How do you mean? We got vouchers for it. From like, so you didn't have to pay or you paid like half price or what? Paid less than half. Oh, that's Hundo. Oh, nice. Yeah. Steve and Leah, the bride and groom... They paid like extra for their room, and uh, why? Because I guess they were the you know the honeymoon, honeymoon suite or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I was talking to him after the wedding, asking him what was so great about their room. <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, it's pretty much like this one. Was we were in one of the other suites at the time, and. Uh, so, except he's like, yeah, but we got a coffee machine. <laughs> so it seems like he well, paid, that paid for itself. Yeah, it seems like he paid about a hundred dollars extra for a coffee machine. Yeah, for his weight in coffee. I'm like, well, did you make good use of it? He's like, no, I didn't even get a chance to. Really? He was only there one night. Yeah, I guess so. Wow, that's unfortunate. Yeah. So uh, there's a tip for you: don't yeah, don't right. pay the extra hundo because not or worth do it. and load up on coffee. That's true. If you're a serious coffee addict, then that's uh, right. Get in there at two and slam them down. Yeah. No. Although they probably still charge you extra for the coffee. Dang it. Probably. But so we were. The plan was because the uh, BNB was in the area. Yeah. We would just walk there and about three uh, k's. Yeah, I'd say it was about three kilometers from yeah. the venue. Not like we uh, couldn't do it. 
Um, it was like about 10, 11.30 at night. Yeah, it wasn't that late a wedding. Yeah, because they kicked us out, which that's not a bad idea, you know, before things get too... Messy. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, so we're walking in the... It's at a vineyard, so the place is quite far from the main road. Yeah. So as everyone else is leaving the venue, me and Rowan were, uh, were tracking down this driveway and about every person that drives past kind of like rolls down their window and goes, you guys walking? Like they couldn't believe that we were walking. <laughs> like... The the act of walking three kilometers was astounding. Yeah, like we were trekking into Mordor or something. <laughs> You're not gonna walk there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah right. it's gonna be like half an hour. <laughs> so everyone kind of just like rolls up the window and like scoffs at us and drives <laughs> off until finally we get to uh, to the parents of the bride. Yeah, and they were having none of it. Like no. <laughs> <laughs> this is mad. Not a half hour walk. What I don't do you know. Think this is. Yeah, I don't know what they thought would happen. I mean, it's late, but not like. No, it was before midnight, and there were zero witches out. Yeah, there's two. They might have been preparing for the witching hour, but they weren't <laughs> witching at that point. Two like males in their mid twenties. We can handle ourselves, but we're in the, like the middle of the. Uh, You're not going to get attacked. Like yeah, someone would have had to come a long way and been really lucky to like find someone to mug. Right, we're in the countryside. Yeah. I know. It's not like we're wandering through the hills have been eyes. Watch- <laughs> Maybe they've been watching a lot of Midsummer Murders. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Everyone there was... Uh, Big Midsummer Murders exactly. fans. They knew we'd all be like stopped and like held at the hotel while an inspector came around. Yeah, and, like, I, I didn't really get why people objected to walking. Well, we all wanted to go home. If someone got murdered, we'd be stuck out there for days waiting to find out who did it. <laughs> yeah, they just didn't want to have to suffer through the mystery. And it would just like turn out that you guys drunkenly wandered into a paddock and cow tipped onto yourselves Probably. or something. You would think that the crime scene would speak for itself in that scenario though. I don't know. Like they crushed under this cow. He must have <laughs> been trying to eat it to lower carbon emissions. <laughs> If I know Ben. Yeah. He did have the hoof in his mouth. That's the only possible explanation. So eventually the bride's mother yes. stops, insists that we get a lift with her. And so she was just dropping off a couple of people at the local hotel and then circle back for us. I'm like, yeah, sweet. As long as there's room in the back. Yeah. She, uh, we wait around for like 10 minutes and she comes back. He's like, oh yeah, it turns out there's not room for you in the back. Oh. So we had to squish four people into the back seat, which was fine. We managed to do it on the way over there. So. But you would think that it was safer to be walking. Well, I just think it wasn't a big deal. If there wasn't room... Within 10 minutes, you would be, like, nearly there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we, we waited around for the, the time it would have taken for at least half the journey. Yeah, something. for sure. So, anyway, we uh, all four of us pile into the back seat. And in, in the back seat is her son and his girlfriend. Oh, all right, yeah. And then me and Rowan, who I'm staying with. The son had his arm around his girlfriend. Did Rowan put his arm around you? No, I felt left out. Oh. But also, I didn't, because you while... You put your arm around Rowan? I should have, <laughs> just to include him in this action, because there was an impromptu three-way situation here. Oh, no. How far did this arm go? It, because there was four of us the squeezed into... The impromptu Yeah. There was four of us squeezed into the... So, how was the squeezing phase. going? It went brother, girlfriend... Me, Rowan. Ah, oh, so you were... Okay, I was thinking for some reason, you, Rowan was next to the girlfriend. I was next to the You the next to the girlfriend, yeah. right. And... So you put your arm around the girlfriend. I had my arms firmly in the uh, <laughs> the straightforward position. So you weren't waving being, them around like you just don't care. Being a respectable passenger. Okay, you're putting them down like you were respectable. Not I didn't want to accidentally around. like look like I was trying to make a move and get kicked out of our sweet sweet lift. <laughs> You'd waited so long at this exactly. Point. We'd committed. You wouldn't want to ruin that. But but the son he had his arm around his girlfriend and started caressing her. Ugh. And because we're in such a tight show situation, me the caress. He, he was just, you know, rubbing her arm a little bit. Okay. 
but my arm was <laughs> also like... Also got rubbed? Yeah. I got like You got knuckle hand. rubbed. <laughs> That's awkward. It was really weird. And it was happening for this entire... Team. He didn't notice he was knuckle rubbing you? I don't think so. Oh. Like he probably just thought it was her Seatbelt or something or like clothes. Yeah, I guess it was That's like... That's weird. I was wearing long sleeves for like the first time ever. So maybe he just thought it was Could like a dress or something. No, there was absolutely no room. Like you really couldn't There's move away. There's four of you us packed into three seats. So That is most unfortunate. So I was like this whole ride just like quietly Ooh, sitting. You not were really, in a cage. Yeah, not really contributing to to a conversation because I didn't know what to do. No, you'd have to be thinking about the caressing and how to move away. It's and that pretty, takes up all conversation brain. It's difficult not to think about that. No. When that's going Did you on. enjoy the caressing? That wasn't bad. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, fine. Then. It's nice to feel wanted every so often, <laughs> even if it's mostly by accident. Even if you're not wanted. <laughs> yeah. Or at least if he... Uh, if that was his plan all along, well That's done. That's what I was thinking. I was like, maybe he'd like really planned this. Yeah. yeah. He she was did insistent. insist on the lift like, after no, all. We, we, we need this We need lift. to give you yeah. a lift. Oh, what's that? There's no room in the back seat. Huh. We'll have to squish. Yeah. So uh, as soon as I get out of the car, I'm like, oh my God, Rowan, that was like the weirdest car ride of my life. <laughs> like, I just got to tell you what happened because he had no idea. He was like sitting right. right next to me. Looking at you like, why is Ben not contributing? Yeah, yeah. Why is his eyes like three sizes bigger than you? <laughs> <laughs> what pills has he been popping at this wedding? Exactly. But anyway, me and Rowan. How did he take it? The caress? He seemed to be uh, enjoying the story. <laughs> but uh, he, you know, I, I was just... Uh, feeling he might have been disappointed he didn't get in on the action. Maybe you should have caressed him. Well, we did Group share a bed that night. Yeah, I know. Maybe you did. Needless to say, I was Big Spoon and it was very uh, Glorious. Yeah. Oh. You mentioned before that you had like a big training seminar. Yeah. You had to like spend a whole day. Yeah, a whole seven hours just listening. How'd that go? I actually thought it was going to be terrible, but I really enjoyed it. We've got two and a half hours of concentration to mm. get in. I don't think I can do this. No one concentrates for two hours in a row in a normal span of life. It's impossible. No, I agree. Like everyone sort of like tunes out a bit during movies and stuff or like shuffles around or whatever. <laughs> I can't do it. I need to pause halfway through a movie and get up and go for a walk and move around. So I was like, this is not happening. I can't sit for like a work day and just listen. Well, even you go to like a stand-up comedy show or something, even if that was seven hours, you would probably get bored. <laughs> I don't think it's even got anything to do with subject matter. I think it's that no one it's can just that, concentrate. It's a long time long. to have to be lectured to. I agree. Or, or do anything right. for, where you can't tune out or but change or move. Especially some kind of training exercise, which <laughs> is usually pretty boring. That's the problem. It's like it's not a comedy sketch for eight hours. So yeah. even if it was that great, I'd still struggle. But it wasn't bad. I don't know how it got through. It was really interesting, actually. It was about psychopaths and, like, treating drug and alcohol problems. So it was really interesting, unlike most people's work seminars. You just started daydreaming about who in your life could be psycho. Yeah, that's right. I was like, let me send out a few texts. <laughs> okay, you did better than me. I had to go through one of these things about oh, yeah. a year ago. And, yeah, usually my day-to-day -day I'm in the office, but this time it was, like, one of these... <laughs> Like, it wasn't even, like, a team bonding thing, but more of, like... <laughs> you don't usually do training to bond. No, like... That unbonds you, because like everyone doesn't feel human anymore. Yeah, basically, like, a brainstorm about, like... <laughs> I, I guess it's one of those things that the boss is like, oh, we want everyone's voices to be heard. Mm, not and mine, like, if I have to be there for eight hours. I'm like, yeah, I mean... I'm happy to go unheard. Right. <laughs> if, if, what is the price of being heard? That is too high. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sometimes it's good to just be lost in the crowd. 
<laughs> I'm enjoying where I am, but thanks for thinking of me. Right. So they hired out this meeting hall that was right on the beach. I feel like they might have thought, oh, yeah, at least I'll have something nice to look at. <laughs> to me, it sounds nice being at the beach all day. And we work it it sounds nice, but in reality, it was just taunting us <laughs> because the whole place had these like huge floor ceiling windows <laughs> that were just... Are you serious? Yeah, and we were literally like 10 metres from the ocean. <laughs> no way. It was yeah. that close, like yeah. beachfront. Right. Oh, my gosh. And so, um, like, you step out, <laughs> there's a footpath, then sand. That's like... <laughs> That's the two steps. Oh, that's so bad. Oh, my gosh. And so, it, like, it's it's a good view, but when you're locked inside talking about, like, I know, OH&S bullshit for seven hours. I can't just believe that really torturous. happened. Yeah. And I was seriously just getting progressively and progressively more, like, I was just losing my mind as the day went on. Because I, you know, already start out going into this underwhelmed like, like oh yeah this should... my voice being right. heard I thought it would just be boring but it was actually agony like, really because I was just um, it wasn't just on the beach like you see people sun baking and <laughs> windsurfing and flying kites and <laughs> rollerblading so past and like it was a, it, everyone was having so much yeah. fun <laughs> and it was like a Friday I'm like you know why don't these people have jobs it's midday look how much fun everyone's having yeah apparently like the rest of the world the has the, world the day has off to day. go hang out on the <laughs> yeah. sand um oh, but it, so i think bad. it was like also oh. just before that's the formula torture. one and so there was all these jets flying around in formation <laughs> as well so, so it was like the funnest thing ever so, was going on yeah, outside like, You've got some butcher's paper at the front of the room and <laughs> pointing to a list of like ideas of yeah, what can we do to grow oh, the business in so 2015. And uh, then just like out of the peripheral of your eye, you just hear like <laughs> and see like a jet fly past. And you're like, oh, would oh. be fun to be out there. <laughs> On the beach, yeah. watching that formation Those kids laying with down. ice cream and rollerblades <laughs> sure look like they're enjoying it. That is so bad. <laughs> oh, that's really it was, bad. It was so torturous. I was, oh, that's really bad. I was drawing like in my notebook just in front of me basically to pass the time. And I started off drawing sketches of like animals, like a, a worm <laughs> or a dog or something just to... Um, I drew a picture today, actually. Yeah, what Maybe was yours? I, I drew... Several boats connected by a string of Chinese lanterns. They're having a bit of a festival in the bay. Yeah, see, that sounds like <laughs> where my mind like started off. Yeah. I'm like, I'll just draw something to pass the time. <laughs> by the end, I took a photo of it. I'm going to post it. <laughs> it got so fucked up. Like, I kind of made a conscious effort to maybe just draw some disturbing imagery in the hopes that someone would see it and be like, you can just go home now. <laughs> Go out onto the yeah. beach. So it was partly that and it was also partly like my mind was just like losing it. That is so funny. It, it turned into, I think there's like a guy shooting someone dead. There's a guy <laughs> getting stabbed. There's a guy with, I think he's got a knife and scissors that he's using to stab things. One of the girls that I was brainstorming with, she sees like this at the end of the day and she kind of like looks at my pad of paper and she's like, oh, I like that one. <laughs> the point, dog? Points to the worm. <laughs> Like, hmm. So pathetic. Yeah, conveniently. Uh, I, th- I feel like <laughs> she was trying to get on my side for when I finally yeah, snapped. Killed everyone. And, yeah, it's like, oh, I'll leave her for last. She liked my worm. worm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, that is truly the worst day ever. Uh, oh, that's way worse than mine. Someone asked me what I thought of it. And I'm like, well, I'll just give an honest answer. Because what's the point? I'd rather be on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> I did that in year nine and I made a teacher cry. She's like, tell us honestly how you felt about this. About what? About like the year nine program. Okay. And I was like, I probably would have been just as useful to hibernate this year. And she burst into tears. Well, that's on her. <laughs> she asked the question. <laughs> I feel bad now, but at the time I felt like it was on her. <laughs> I was like, I'm 14 and you're asking for my honest opinion of something related to school. Yeah, exactly. What were you hoping for? <laughs> yeah. She was like, maybe Vicky's the one student that I uh, made a difference in, <laughs> in her life. Ever. Yeah. Oh, my life is a waste. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mentioned to one of my colleagues, they were asking how it was and I'm like, I seriously just wanted to slit wrists. I was like, oh. so I, I, I hope you didn't give that it. as feedback. You know, I assume I would, it would just stay between me and her, and oh, then so you would move it on down with her day. No, you went straight to slit wrists. What's the point? I That's was, grim. I, it's, it has to be tough for me to go straight to slit wrists. Well, it was a full day that drove me there. <laughs> it wasn't like I got in there at 9 a.m. like, all right, where's the knife? <laughs> Get yourselves out, wristicuffs. Yeah. But definitely by four o'clock, I was... Uh, Reaching it. Trying to forage for a shell on the beach to <laughs> do some damage. Except you weren't on the beach. Yeah. And that was the, That's the whole problem. Right. So she was, like, shocked. Like, yeah, I thought she, she would be. She was obviously expecting the sanitized, like, oh, yeah, it was, you know, a little boring, but we all learned something. And I think <laughs> I definitely got my voice I'm, heard. Yeah, I'm better than I was yesterday. Yeah, let's all I hear feel- it for self-improvement. <laughs> And Thanks, company. Right. I did not give her that answer. And she was like, obviously taken aback. And then yeah, um, no kidding. the next meeting, we got our, you know, morning, Monday morning meetings. We're doing suicide risk checks. <laughs> it felt a bit like that. Because <laughs> the first thing that my boss brings up is like, oh, Ben. No um, suiciding on company time. <laughs> he, he asked me something along the lines of, are you feeling okay at home? No, like kind of if I was feeling better today. I had no idea what I was talking about. And then she was in this meeting also and she looks at me and she's like, oh yeah, I told him about Friday. And I was like, why? Why? (laughs) Wow. I'm like... To sabotage my career for no reason? It did feel a bit like that. um, I think I would sanitize it slightly than the slit wrists thing. She she went straight for the verbatim quote to your boss. Yeah. That's harsh. Well... I was like, maybe this could work in my favor because I hope whenever no, they do I'm it not. next time. Give me two weeks off. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I kind of just went, since he had already heard my words, I wasn't going to mince around. I was like, yeah, ah, yeah it was uh, horrendous. I'm never going back. And wow. I feel like hopefully they take How did this- you take that? I think he, again, must have been a little... Uh, shocked at the candle right but he had obviously processed it already i wasn't there to witness his initial reaction well i don't if i was her i might say look i don't think ben really enjoyed it or i don't think he got much out of it why say anything well if he was like what did ben think yeah i would no he wouldn't have said that she would have been like guess what ben thought (laughs) (laughs) this is a juicy soundbite not burying the lead (laughs) i'm gonna make a lead from thin air they already had a day of my thoughts they don't need more <laughs> no, no, no. Ben's thoughts are all written down. Right. So, yeah, I feel like hopefully this works into my advantage of whenever the next one rolls around, they'll be like, do we invite Ben? No. no. 
We don't want a suicide on our hands at Elwood. Yeah, so we'll find out. We'll That's see. That's so it funny. So she was like, hey, guess what Ben said? It was so bad he wanted to kill himself. It must have been something like that. I was wow. obviously wasn't there to witness it because I only knew that she told him when he brought did... it up at the meeting. Next was morning. he joking when he said that? A little bit, yeah. Okay. So he wasn't like, we're genuinely concerned for your mental no, health? No, no, I, I didn't get that impression. <laughs> okay. But if I had like broken down into tears or something, maybe <laughs> he, it would have turned that way. Maybe you should have and been like, I'm sorry, I feel that way all the time. Maybe a few <laughs> months off. No, then I, I probably have to go through some more training to like... <laughs> Learn how to. Uh, We're sending Ben cope. off to a week of training. Right. Like, no, this was the cause. <laughs> my friend, um, this is the cause. I found my trigger yeah. training. We're like, we'll uh, take you to um, an anti self harm class. It's just right across the road from this circus. <laughs> Don't worry about that. They only parade oh. past on lunch breaks. <laughs> if you're lucky, you'll see them tame the lions. Yeah. But only from a distance. All right, should we uh, wrap it up there? Yeah. Let's not make this an eight-hour session. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, you can email me, vicky at insaneramblings.net. Or me, ben at insaneramblings.net. Or you can do the Russian roulette of emailing and just send it off to podcast at insaneramblings.net. You always say Russian roulette. I feel like it's just more regular roulette. <laughs> no, because the person who gets the email dies. Oh, cool. Yep. Like our Facebook page, there's been a bunch of you doing that this week, so uh, we're always appreciated for more likes. You can also get all of the episodes on iTunes, and you can rate and review us there, which will help us to get more listeners. So make sure you put in some good stuff there. And just subscribe on iTunes as well. Thanks for listening. Away Seaboat. Away Seaboat. That was episode seven of Insane Ramblings Rerun. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, you've now gotten across what great detectives would make in several different <laughs> situations, as well as my strange friends' opinions on their past relationships. So. Yeah, like your opinions aren't strange. Come on. No, it's my strange friend. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> this is uh, a nice twist. It's not me for a change. Sure, sure. Well, uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. And uh, next uh, next episode will be episode 100, so uh, stick around for that too. <laughs> Away, Seaboat. Away, Seaboat. Happy. Whatever you want. So very special. I, I wish, wish I was special. I'm a creep. I'm a weirdo. What the hell am I doing here? I don't belong here. Wait for it. I don't belong here. Yeah, you do. You belong here. It's <laughs> okay, Vicky. Everyone belongs here. Everyone belongs at the prop shows on 90.7 FM. Nice. <laughs> Insane ramblings.